good morning. This is Ben McShane-Jewell with the University of Nebraska Extension, and I'm part of the Regional Food Systems team. I'm here with Luke Bogus today to talk about the BRIM app. Good morning, Luke. Hey, good morning, Ben. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for joining. I really appreciate it. So, Luke, you're here to talk about an app that you've created called BRIM. Tell us a little bit about the background of that. Yeah, uh, just to kind of give a little background, uh, my name is Luke Bogus. I'm actually a current student at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Um, and back in about October, um, a co-founder of mine, Jacob, uh, who's also a classmate of mine and I, um, really kind of had this mission to set out to uh, in fancy words, democratize the Starbucks app. So if you've ever used the Starbucks app, pretty much it's the you know, wonderful ability to go on there. You can track your stars whenever you go, and which is essentially loyalty points. Once you get enough loyalty points, you get rewarded to come back and free drinks. You can mobile order on it. They send you push notifications. It's this beautiful way for Starbucks um, to basically manage customer relationships. And we saw that a lot of small businesses out there actually don't have a platform to do the exact same thing. And if there were, it was super expensive. So um, back in October, we started partnering with a lot of coffee shops and restaurants around the Lincoln and Omaha area um, to kind of build an application that started as a mobile ordering solution and a mobile pickup solution for um, local restaurants, coffee shops, bakeries, you name it, um, eventually with the dream of letting it kind of be that central hub for small businesses. But um, right now it's kind of a full-fledged platform integrated directly with Square point of sale system um, for mobile ordering and pickup. Fantastic. That's really great. And so that puts you pretty well positioned for everything that's happening right now with COVID-19. So here you have this app. And so tell us a little bit about what's happened since all the restaurants have closed. Have you been getting a lot of contacts from businesses and how's that working for you? Yeah, it's, it's been crazy. We, uh, you know, we announced kind of back in uh, March. So at the beginning of March, I believe it was, you know, New York city was the very first people to announce that all restaurants be mandated to shut down unless they have takeout options. And so kind of knowing, kind of having that gut feeling that that was going to permeate throughout the United States, um, we decided to kind of make some moves and offer, you know, some special um, kind of pricing for the, the times. And we knew that, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, we, we didn't really see it as a business opportunity. We saw it as a great opportunity to kind of give back to the community because obviously local restaurants are going to start to really suffer and think about their employers and their employees and think about their business as a whole if they should shut down and so on and so forth. So yeah, I mean, it's just kind of wonderful timing as far as we finished the app. It launched on iOS and Android, like, beginning of March and then a week later, you know, <laughs> Governor Ricketts said, hey, we're going to shut down all restaurants that'd be takeout and carryout only. So since then, we've had pretty large influx of people reaching out to us um, a lot in the Nebraska area. We've also had some in like uh, Wyoming and South Dakota, which has been really cool to kind of see that reach. But um, yeah, we've had a lot of people on the platform and people are, it's really cool to see a lot of these restaurants staying open because of uh, what we offer. Fantastic. That's really great. So um, you're going to, so this, today you're going to be talking about how this might be applicable for some of our farmers in Nebraska who are, find themselves without restaurants to sell to, without schools to sell to, and are kind of looking for ways to get their products online into customers. So walk us through what this, uh, how you think this might work for a small farmer or um, who might be interested to get their products uh, online in a quick fashion. Yeah, definitely. So I'll share my screen in a second to show you the application. But the biggest two things is that one, um, we integrate directly with Square point of sale system. So we don't host any of our, you know, online payments, online menus, any of that stuff. We rely completely on Square. And so Square is kind of the market leader in the payment space. So there are definitely other options out there. But as far as ease of use in the small business, uh, it's definitely the market leader kind of in the small business area. So we thought it was appropriate to completely integrate with them, which makes things a lot easier for both the customer and us. Uh, 
because uh, customers able to, since it is completely integrated with Square, whenever they make a menu update, whenever they change the price, whenever they change inventory, um, we dynamically pull that into our app and we're able to kind of hear that live. So there's no communication to us. They just deal with Square and the application kind of follows suit. Um, the second thing is that we uh, kind of approach it from a flat fee model. So no contract, no commission. We don't ask for a percentage of every single sale. Um, we just ask for a flat rate throughout the entire month um, based on monthly active users. And so what that term means to us is just basically unique customers. So if you have one customer come back 10 times in a month, that only counts as one. But if you have 10 unique customers order once within a month, that's 10 monthly active users. So that's kind of how we bucket um, individual uh, groups of people to end up pricing, uh, which is reasonably priced, obviously, because um, we know that we're working with small businesses. So let me share my screen here really quick. And so they're, they're considered a unique user if they make a purchase? You got it. So yep, they can go on the app, explore all they want, and then if they don't make a purchase, you don't pay for it. Yep. Okay. And then quickly before you kind of launch there, I remember when I was talking to Jacob that he had mentioned um, if they're already a Square user, if they're a business that already uses Squares and has their menu already in there, that just automatically loads into the Brim app. Is that correct? You got it. So yeah, if you are already on Square, uh, we kind of tell people, so these four that you see right here, they were all were already on Square and we got them on board within less than 24 hours. They were starting to push in front of their customers, which um, is kind of unprecedented. I mean, a lot of other app developers, you know, it'll take weeks, if not months. And then from there, you'll have to negotiate what the app looks like. And then you have to go back to the developers and fix it, yada, yada. For us, it's just, we take what you have and then we display it. And if you don't like it, all you have to do is go to your Square app and you can change all of it. You can change your menu name, you can change your pricing, you can change your modifiers, variations, pictures, whatever. Um, that's all on you to change. And so that's the nice thing is that you're in complete control of what your app experience looks like for your customers. Right, fantastic. All right, yeah. so here we are. Here's the, this is what it looks like on the front end. Yep, you got it. So pretty much it's kind of a list of um, all of our shops. We do have more, but sadly a few have shut down because of kind of the COVID-19 um, issues. But um, so to kind of walk through a couple of them, we'll kind of go with the foundry. Um, essentially what will happen is that these fonts, these colors, you get to pick. So it's completely up to you and your brand, the website you get to pick, and then obviously location you get to pick. So um, kind of go to the foundry here. Uh, and from here, what we're doing is we're basically dynamically pulling all the, the data from the menu on the square side. And so they get to choose what items they want on their app. Um, this isn't all they have on their menu. They have food, they have merch, they have wholesale beans, they have all this stuff, but it's their decision as to what goes on the application. And so um, they prefer kind of the to-go coffee mentality. We also have some retail people talking with us about being on the application. So it's not just reserved for kind of um, grab and go food, but this is kind of the route that they started with. So you can kind of go in, pick your product, see the price, um, or excuse me, see the picture. Um, so you'd upload, you know, nice pictures of your products, any descriptions that you have about it, um, different types of, you know, if you have different offerings, different weights, whatever it might be, um, quantity, this particular item has a bunch of different ways that you can customize it. So if you want to add syrup to your latte, if you want to change, add half and half, different types of sweetener, add extra espresso, whatever it might be, fully customized for the customer. And then all this information is dictated and uh, basically chosen by uh, you on your Square application. Got it. Really cool. And so then they, you can also, so they can add to cart and pay online, obviously with credit, debit card, whatever it yep, might be. You got it. So I'll walk through that too. So I just decided to add some cream to it, add it to cart, I'm gonna go to checkout. Um, you'll kind of see my, my entire total here. I can choose my pickup time. 
Um, and then you also have the method to stay to go or curbside. Um, we're currently, a feature is in development right now to add delivery as well. And so we're kind of working on the workflow of how does it work to where, um, we're, we're currently working on local delivery, but we're also trying to expand to, you know, higher level delivery, maybe with like, uh, you know, different carriers and so on and so forth. But, um, so that's coming eventually. Uh, but right now it's just to go pick up and to stay, um, obviously. So you add your name, you can add tip, any extra notes. So sometimes their customers may say, hey, leave, you know, this syrup off or whatever it might be. Um, it's kind of where that's reserved for. And then uh, at the very end, you can pay. So you can either upload a card here, um, which is a super easy process. Um, or if your customer uh, prefers, you can also actually go to uh, Apple Pay and have the exact same experience as well. And so that's um, offered with basically all of our customers um, having the ability to do Apple Pay on Android, it's Google Pay, um, upload with card, and then that processes completely with the Square system. We don't see any of that data. We don't see your customer's credit card information. We don't see your bank account information. Um, all we see is we just facilitate that relationship and all we know is the customer's name, that's it. So um, that's kind of how that works from a security standpoint too. So as a customer, you click the pay, it all goes through, and then do you get a notification as a customer that you've made an order? How does that work? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would place an order, but I don't want to lose $4. Yeah. Um, so basically right here, kind of up at the very top, um, basically a banner will come up and um, on the customer. So like on Foundry's side, they, on their application, they'll get a huge notification with kind of a big bell and it'll say you've received an order. So they'll push it and then they have four options. They have mark as accepted, they have mark as in progress, mark as ready, and then mark as picked up. And so those four processes are actually indicated to the customer on the app as well. So every 10 seconds we fetch, uh, we actually go to the cash register virtually and say, all right, what's the pro like what's the um, current status? And it's up to the founder to kind of keep the, uh, the customer updated. So when it's in progress on the app, it'll say order is in progress. And then that'll be orange. And then once it's ready, and once the founder says it's ready, turns green, it says you can go to the front of the store, it should be right there, ask the barista, whatever the instructions are, um, all pops up within the app, yep. Great. Fantastic. Great. Well, it's really clean. It's got a nice look to it. It's really simple. I like that. So, and then I see on the bottom there, you got orders. So this is kind of like a, your history of orders as a customer. You got it. Yep. So we have kind of an order over here on the right side. So these are all the orders that I've made um, at the foundry um, through the app here. Uh, but the big thing is that, uh, yeah. And so the nice thing is that we're trying to work on ways to reorder. So adding like a like, like nice little reorder button. So it's super easy for customers to just, you know, take it and go. They continually order the exact same thing uh, week over week. Um, and so with that too, we also have cards as well. So if you want to preload your cards and so the customers don't have to worry about entering their card information every time. Fantastic. Good deal. Well, can, can we flip this around and show us what it looks like uh, on the backside of it as a yeah, business owner? Cool, let's do it. So let me share this screen now. All right. Cool, can you see this? Yep, sure can. Awesome. Sweet. So this is kind of how it looks from the Square side. So this is nothing new. We've not built any of this. Uh, since we do rely completely on Square, um, it makes it easy for us because we're able to rely on a lot of the information that Square has already built. Um, and it makes it easy on customers as well because there's already a ton of documentation, a ton of videos on how to create items, how to create um, modifiers, how to create variations, how to do all this stuff. We don't have to um, create content specifically for this as well. So that's kind of makes things nice. Um, so essentially what happens is that we would, if we would onboard to the system, um, we would have to provision a new app. Um, so basically what that would look like is we would go to apps um, on this page. We have a few. We would just basically provision one of these. Um, it takes about 15 minutes. Um, there's just a kind of a couple codes that we have to transfer. Um, they're called API keys, which um, is kind of just like developer passwords. So it's not like passwords to get into your account. It's just basically um, confirming the rights for us to be able to access your menu, your business hours, and then also for us to actually send 
um, payments back and forth is basically what that is. Um, so with that, after everything would be onboarded, we would then go to the items category and then figure out what kind of items you want in the app. So there's kind of in Square, there's this concept of categories and then there's this concept of items. And so uh, basically we show all items within designated categories and you can make as many categories as you want. Um, this particular shop, we've decided to have this just one drinks category and every single item that's designated to the drinks category shows up within the app. So okay. you could have a merch category, you could have a you know beef category, you could have a whatever category the farmers basically want. Um, and then from there, if they don't want it on the app, then they just don't put it in that category, it's easy as that. Um, okay. So they dictate what categories they want, they then go into their item, they create the items. Um, you could add, here we highly encourage you to add photos, because um, the photos obviously show up on the app, names, what category, the description of what the product is, um, you have your variations, so if you have the exact same product but different sizes and different offerings, different prices, um, if you have different modifier sets, meaning that, you know, if so for the drinks, for example, uh, you know, you might want to add extra cream or, uh, you know, less, you know, add caramel or whatever. That's kind of what a modifier is. Um, and that's it. Honestly, everything that you customize, everything you see here shows up within the app. And as long as it's in a category that you have designated to be in the app, uh, it's up for your customers to buy. Okay. Fantastic. Really simple, it seems like. That's the, uh, that's the hope. We think that by integrating it completely with Square, um, there's already a lot of resources online to kind of help people out and how to integrate that. So we think that just having it so tightly integrated hopefully makes workflows much easier to onboard. I'm assuming you use Square, and even if you don't, it's super easy to kind of set up and, and get things going, and we're definitely willing to kind of walk through and kind of point the documentation to uh, get that thing going as well. Yeah, great. That's great. And so you've got quite a few businesses using Brim already. Um, what kind of feedback have you got from them so far about using the app? Yeah, I think probably the the most for us the most like goosebump inducing quote was just that you know quote was just like it's, it was a blessing to us. I mean, it's one of those things where you know we we've been building this since October and we obviously had no idea that all this craziness was going to happen. And so it was really 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 amazing for us to kind of finish the development, kind of finish working with all these initial shops to build this application, have it ready for launch, and then a week later have you know Governor Ricketts say that all restaurants have to do carryout. I think it was just a really um, interesting opportunity for us to you know as students, you know I'm a student at the University of Nebraska, um, to just give back to our local community and kind of give the, the technology that we've been working on um, to kind of just people who really need it right now. You know, we'll worry about making money later. We'll worry about all that stuff later. Right now, we're just worried about helping businesses keep the lights on, kind of coach them on how to kind of jump into this 21st century of um, actually doing mobile ordering. I think a lot of people up to this point never really saw it as a necessity, never really saw it as maybe I, eh, I probably don't need to sell my product online. But now it's like, if you don't, you're kind of, uh, you're, you're in a tough place. So it just also just kind of really spoke the necessity of something like this. So it's really cool to kind of build an application that a lot of people are really looking for and a lot of people uh, uh, basically want to integrate and really hope that farmers kind of around Nebraska want to do the exact same thing too. Yeah, the, the landscape of business has changed overnight, literally. So 100%, 100%. It's, it's pretty amazing to watch people, the creativity that's coming out of this and, and you know, the ingenuity of uh, folks like yourself and Jacob and but also business owners trying to figure out how to make this work. It's really something to watch. So tell us a little bit, you know, what's coming down the pipeline or brand, what do you see as kind of some of the features that will come down the line in the future? You've mentioned a few of them already. Yeah, yeah, something that we're really actually working on is one delivery. Um, we're trying to figure out the best way to um, implement delivery into the system. So we know that some people just do local delivery, like you would deliver Domino's or whatever, that type of delivery, but then also eventually building out 
the pathway to maybe you know factor in some of these kind of third-party shippers um, in the process. And so if people have to ship um, beyond their area, you know, maybe building out the, uh, the ability to do that. But for sure, what we're doing is kind of that local delivery infrastructure. We're currently building that. Um, that'll probably speak most to farmers. We would we believe is kind of just that local um, delivery. Um, we're also kind of working on discount codes. So you know, offering you know maybe B50 would be 50% off any you know orders for whatever it might be. Um, so we're kind of working on discount codes there, um, as well as uh, just kind of like a little bit better of a live preview of of uh, products. Um, as we mentioned, we kind of show all category all items in the category, but we understand that you know stock might run out or things might happen, and so we're currently working on solutions right now to um, kind of listen into stock a little bit more, or as well as maybe offer um, others the ability to toggle on or off items within a given category you know, just in case um, things happen. So we have workarounds for that right now um, to kind of do that in the, in the interim, but um, definitely kind of trying to build out a better solution. I blew it to an admin board earlier, um, something that has like a more central hub to completely customize the app. But um, until then, you know, those are kind of embellishments. So we kind of think right now that um, it does its job well. And then we think that we, that hopefully kind of from day one of having this app, a lot of people can benefit from it. That's great. That's great. So Luke, where can they find the app and how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely. So if you would like to just go to brimhq.com, so B-R-I-M-H-Q.com, that's kind of where all the information is. Uh, you know, I think the header does say supporting local restaurants, but, um, you know, local businesses is kind of where we are. Anybody who uses Square can use our platform. Um, and so definitely reach out. There's kind of a contact us button. Um, if you click that, you'll fill out a form and it'll go directly to my email. And so I'll reach out. We can talk next steps. Um, and from there, ideally, some of it will hopefully be automated by then. Um, we definitely have kind of an email loop right now. Now it's kind of what we go for. We have a really short phone call to um, just validate that this is something you want to go forward with, answer any questions, and then ultimately set up the app. But um, upon phone call to being on the app, we basically pitch about 24 hours or less. Fantastic. That's great. Luke, thank you so much for taking the time. This is a really exciting product, and uh, I hope it uh, continues to grow for you. Yeah, it means a lot, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah.